It's a great pleasure to welcome to What's Next, Rebato Madiba, who is the Business Development at Digital Platform Solutions at BCX. She heads up that particular department and she's really managing executive for this department and she took up this role in 2022 after serving as executive of specialized sales for Digital EXA at, in the group at BCX where she was responsible for driving the sales of customer-centric and digital-focused solutions at BCX. So um, lots to talk about, Ribato, and it's a great pleasure to welcome you to, to the show. Uh, when you look back, I mean, it's extraordinary in the last 10 years how much has been achieved. You, you look back the last 10 years and you look at South Africa, and obviously we've had our own stumbling blocks. How, you know, how do you think South Africa has grown in adopting the industry, uh, the 4IR and Industry 4 and all of these emerging technologies? How do you think we've fared as a country? No, thanks a lot, Aki. Uh, um, and, and, and as you said, it has been a journey um, that um, globally um, around 4IR we've been trying to adopt, more, I guess, adapt. Uh, and South Africa has done well. I think I did read an article from IT Web that I think, uh, especially with COVID, 84% um, of, of, of the industry has now obviously started looking at reinventing its business models, uh, adopting technology. Um, so I think if you're looking at the 84% peg, um, we've actually done well. If you look at the journey that we've taken from, you know, when the 4-hour was launched in 2016, 17, um, you know, South Africa, um, setting up the presidential commission in 2019, we had a few, uh, you know, digital summits, uh, conferences, and then since then, it's actually become part of, a, uh, you know, boardroom conversations, um, you know, in industry conversations around, you know, how do we enable um, for IR and the emerging technologies in our business processes. One of the areas, I mean, with customer service or customer experience management, most of the retail, the banking started looking at that. Uh, you know, how do we adopt, you know, omni-channel experience, uh, hyper-automation conversations, you know, how do we make sure that our customers um, um, get the experience that they want, irrespective of whether they go into a brick-and-mortar or, or a branch or actually or a store, for example, or they go online um, or actually they call, um, you know, our contact center. How do we make sure that that um, mm. experience is consistent across, you know, where you experience my service as a retailer? Um, and, and this is where the technology assists you to be able to, to, to enable that, you know, uh, Checkers, Woolies, um, you know, Capitec, you know, um, Standard Bank, all those, um, you know, uh, highly um, transformational organizations, um, some of them being our customers, have actually started adopting um, technologies to be able to enable that. Yeah, it's actually some great examples you used. Uh, you talk about that digital transformation. And certainly, uh, you know, like Checkers, uh, you know, 6060 is quite extraordinary how they've, you know, and they've really grown in the last four years, you know, when you look at yeah. it. And um, it, it's amazing the, the logistics and how they've got the supply chain. And it's all through to digital transformation that it's happened. Now, do you think that this promise of digital transformation and you, and you look at the business drivers that you discussed and, yeah. the, you know, do you think that which which usually focus on uh, either changing the customer experience or improving operational processes or disrupting business models i mean how, how do you see it from your perspective in terms of that digital transformation that promise that we talk about and of course yeah. at the end of the day i guess it's all about the customer experience in the end isn't it yeah, yeah. no it's true um i've always you know when i started my journey in understanding digital transformation 
being an, an IT um, you know uh, profession, I had to differentiate. You know, what was I doing before um, digital transformation, and what do, what does digital transformation bring? And it's I think for me, the disruption of the business model is the ultimate experience um, or ultimate goal that a business or any organization wants to basically realize in, in allowing the technologies to be able to create, you know, potential revenue opportunities. Um, our customer experience, obviously, is also something that we need to sustain given the competition in terms of where our, um, the, where the, the, the needs and the, and then the requirements from the customers are changing. I mean, every, every customer uh, that we serve has a smartphone, most of them. Um, I mean, I think I, if you're looking at it, if I'm not mistaken, especially around South Africa, we have around 60%, uh, 60 to 70% of the South Africans are connected. You see what I mean in terms of a digital transformation. So, I mean, uh, the, the, the assumption that everybody has a smartphone obviously um, uh, goes uh, or is enabled by the fact that you need to be connected. But I think we're trying to ensure that everyone within the South African, um, all the citizens are, are connected, they've had access to connectivity through that. We'll be able to then, you know, um, democratize the, the access of, of the solutions uh, on the online experience. And I think for me, the last one about this promise is the operational um, processes. How do we enable that? You know, bringing in, for example, mining of the future, you know, how do we then, um, you know, with the underground processes, be able to track uh, every every miner in, from a safety perspective? So I think for me, the promise has, mm. has, has been, um, has been um, I guess, uh, positive. Uh, we have grown. Uh, and I think what is nice is that we have embraced as a South African community to allow the technology to be able to, um, you know, allow us to, to you know, leapfrog um, to the future. Uh, and also, obviously, where the, you know, um, technology is going into metaverse, you know, um, augmented reality. I mean, this is where you want to um, get your business to be able to, you know, uh, provide that customer experience. But I think it's a journey. Um, Communities like yes. countries around omni-channel, omni-experience, you know, uh, and then after that, I think metaverse experience. Uh, I don't know what the terminology will be called by, or termed by Gartner in the next few, few months or years, but it's how do we then evolve? Yeah, no, absolutely, and 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 absolutely. When you look at it, and you talk about the metaverse, and there's a lot of hype around the metaverse, yeah. Um, yeah. and whether it goes mainstream or not is the question, but. You know, certainly, uh, you know, organizations like Facebook and, um, you know, uh, many organizations like Microsoft, for example, they're putting a lot of money behind it. Yeah. And of course, all the recent rumors about Apple also getting into that space in the next few months. So I, I, I guess when it does go mainstream, then it's going to accelerate even further. But yeah. it, it's kind of difficult to believe that it was just in 2015, I think it was, when uh, the World Economic Forum identified those six megatrends around digital coming from 4IR. And, you know, they, they spoke about things like the, the Internet of Things and, you know, big data and analytics and all those kind of things, uh, which we're going to unpack. But what, what do you think is the maturity of connecting people? Because you spoke about it earlier, connecting people, having access to the Internet globally and bringing it home to South Africa. Now, South Africa is a mature market. Yeah. But when you look at the continent as a whole, most of the continent, uh, most of the population of the continent still don't have internet access. I think it's just under 50% at the moment, but South Africa is a different story. But we've got to connect people, right? Yeah. 
No, we do. And I think, uh, you know, as you said, uh, globally, I think we've got around 60% of active internet users. Uh, I think the, the main drive is social media. I think social media has, um, uh, I guess, forced us to accelerate because everybody wants to be connected. Everybody wants to be, you know, showcasing uh, their lifestyle. Some of them actually, you know, generate revenue um, called influencers, as, as the new uh, profession is called. Um, and, and, and that obviously requires you to be connected. It requires you to, be, to have a smart device and access to, to, to the internet. Um, South Africa, as, as I've touched on, um, as you said, we've done well. 48 million uh, internet users are, are connected, but we still have, you know, that 20%, 30%, um, you know, um, uh, uh, area of the population that we need to make sure that we connect. Um, Africa, as you said, 50%. Uh, but what is interesting, some of these um, um, African countries that actually they've been able to accelerate the service offering, um, you know, leapfrogging and, and actually just advancing the, 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 the into platform solutions. Uh, you know, if you look at, you know, mm. money market, um, you know, e-wallets, um, th those are quite prevalent, you know, in North Africa compared to, I mean, we, we, we still Still, um, support that, but I think South Africa has a established infrastructure in the fintech to, uh, you know, to be able to allow the services still driven and controlled by the banking. But if you look at um, North Africa, I mean, fintech accelerated beyond where the African banking, um, um, you know, um, companies uh, were able to then, um, you know, keep up. Um, so, so I think for me, that's where the disruption of these business models comes through, where you allow the technology to be able to recreate um, new opportunities as, as, a, as a company. Right, right. Now, around computing, communications, and, and storage everywhere, because that's where it's going, what does BCX offer in, in this particular space, and, and what new products have you been looking into for the South African industry? Yeah. So BCX looks at uh, the three. We look at we've got offering around connectivity, computing, and um, I think the digital transformation is where you start leveraging um, the value, um, making sure that the the the, the customers. Uh, or our customers' customers start experiencing um, that experience uh, around obviously offering your 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 services uh, on a digital platform. But I mean, bring it now to to the three areas and what do we have? If you look at the con connectivity side, I mean, um, we're partnering with our customers to you know to to obviously upgrade them and 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 transform their network um, in terms of being connected. We've got S uh, software-defined um, uh, network solutions. Um, we've got wireless network solutions. I think if you look at one of our 5G use cases, the Nungunu mine uh, use case that we actually released an article, I think, in December, you know, BCX actually then has a wide spectrum of connectivity. Coming to computing, I mean, we've got, you know, data center uh, solution offerings. Uh, if you obviously want us to manage your, your infrastructure or your applications environment, but more importantly, then within those offerings, uh, as we innovate our, our managed services offerings, we then start um, introducing you to cloud. And we've got different facets of cloud on-prem um, um, uh, solutions where you start, uh, uh, you know, looking at some of our Alibaba capabilities, talking about what is new that BCX has to offer. You know, we've got our Alibaba Apsara stack capabilities. What is nice about that is if you're an organization that's worried about data integrity, data sovereignty, data residency, 
um, making sure that you've got local data hosting solutions. Um, Apsara Stack from the Alibaba uh, allows you to do that. We also still partner with um, the other public cloud um, OEMs like um, Microsoft, um, who actually has a public, a public cloud offering in South Africa, which is local as well. So I think we're able to then obviously meet all our customers' needs uh, from, a, from a computing side. And I think more importantly for me is the security offering um, that we then bring in over and above the, the computing and the connectivity, which is quite important. And I think BCX has end-to-end -end security offering, including, for example, um, a security operation center where we manage your security uh, um, posture and make sure that you are basically um, secure in, in offering your digital solutions. Yeah, I mean, that security center is, is really impressive. Um, yeah. And uh, the people that you got manning it is really interesting. Yeah. Met a couple of your team members. And, uh, and you know, security is so, so important today. I mean, it's top of mind for, you know, most C-level suites, uh, CIO, CTO, security is really critical. Let's, let's explore IoT for a second, because I know that IoT, you, 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 you're, you're very passionate about IoT. And I know yeah. that at BCX, uh, IoT is a, a very strong focus for the organization. And I read that by 2025, they say that there will be approximately 27 billion connected IoT devices. And, you know, we, we heard these predictions a decade ago and you thought, wow, it's impossible that you're going to get to so many billion devices. And yet we are approaching that number very, very quickly. Yeah. What is your uh, opinion regarding the value that IoT has brought to South African industry? I think for me, uh, and just looking at that, that, that 27 billion and bringing it home, I think uh, South Africa is around 21.5 uh, billion uh, active uh, devices connected across. Uh, and we're trying to obviously drive that in terms of accelerating and reaching that uh, 2025 mark. Uh, and I actually wondered what makes it special about 2025, because actually that becomes the peg around, you know, um, development, I guess, prog progression. Uh, in the in the um, IT industry, but you know, if you look at now, how do we then spread that that um, 21 billion, 22 billion of active devices? Majority of those devices are actually the devices that we have in our homes. You know, the the appliances, the equipment, uh, the electronics that we actually have, they are actually now um, smart devices that we can actually use connect to our smartphones and be able to manage, um, you know, um, usage of those, uh, even remotely. I mean, if you start looking at some of the plugs that we have available at home, you're able to then monitor um, um, remotely, um, switching on and off um, of, of, of the appliances and equipment within within uh, the home set. But if you're going to move on to basically the industries, um, I think for me, the devices, um, you know, and, and using IoT itself, because IoT, you look at it, I always say IoT, you break it down into fourfold. It's basically what, what connects the device. Um, how do you have an intelligent device that connects? Uh, how do you then start managing the data that the device collates? So you need a platform. And I think more importantly, Brown, that is then how do you have that governance framework to make sure that the data that you are managing is actually um, protected, mm. uh, and you know what I mean? So if you're looking at the manufacturer, for example, I mean, uh, you know, a, a plant, uh, an automated plant, where you start bringing in an IoT device to manage your, your equipment, for example, that you can operate um, basically remotely. But I mean, now start looking at where you start then bringing in a CCTV 
um, camera, for example, a, a very advanced one, where it's actually then collating uh, imagery data. And, and then when you bring that data, uh, transactional data from the device of the, 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 the equipment, uh, bring in the CCTV, where you start monitoring you know, quality management, for example, on a, on a manufacturing line. If you put all that data into a platform, you're able to manage your quality management um, um, KPIs in a manufacturing um, mm. shop floor, and you don't need um, somebody to actually be more, uh, being a, a quality. I think uh, in the past we used to have quality officers at the end of each stage of the production line. Now you've got a technology to be able to give you that data. Now the quality manager now starts managing exceptions instead of actually now um, spending the time actually checking for each and every uh, product that comes through the, the production line and checking the quality. Now you start managing the exceptions of that, which and then obviously so, um, gives you, um, you know, saves you time. Uh, gives you more um, time to be productive and actually then start applying your safety, you know, and health and quality management uh, policies more effectively, to, to give an example. So I think for me, the use cases in energy, in telecommunications, in automotive, they're endless. I think automotive and logistics are on track and trace. You know, how do you give your customer visibility of where your, your good is, whether it's a retailer who's giving you that, that product or a manufacturer, you know what I mean? So I think for me, uh, the excitement and the, and the power of IoT from the data that you collect is where I think for me the value is and is very exciting. Well, I mean, let's talk about that. I mean, because BCX plays quite a big role in that IoT space. As a business, uh, when I want to utilize BCX in my IoT rollout and I want to collect the data, I want to make sense of what's happening on my manufacturing plant, for example, what, what role does BCX play in that regard? Yeah, so we've got a strong um, engineering capabilities that runs our IoT uh, business. Um, so we've got the service offering um, and we advise um, our customers around um, the IT strategy. Uh, one of the things that we, we, we do very well <clears throat> is what we call ITOT conversions consulting. When we start advising um, our customers, how do you use the data that is coming from your what you call operations technology environment, which is your OT, how do you also start using the data that's coming from your IT environment? Uh, and then how do you then create you know, a single view of your organization? Um, currently, most of the what, what I call engineering-driven companies, um, they would have a, a separation in terms of uh, the systems that they have in the operations, which is our core, and the systems that they basically use in what we call the IT environment, which is basically that business process like HR, supply chain, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Now the power of it becomes then how do you then bring all that together so that you're able to from a performance of the business uh, for a COO or CEO, uh, you know, a plant manager, how do you bring those, a uh, CFO, for example, how do you bring both those worlds together to be able to, one, obviously start finding out where we're performing well, where we're not performing well, and what is it that we need to do to obviously improve a business performance. That's an example. And then we do that as B6 to be able to assist you in terms of designing a framework around actually driving that ITO to conversions. We also have an industrial IT uh, IoT um, um, solution. Uh, for example, if you look at some of the our customers' pipelines that we monitor, we actually then place um, devices to monitor some of the pipelines. You know, when you start looking at you know the 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 the, the number, the amount of inventory that you're actually moving across the pipeline, you're able to do that across you know kilometers of pipeline because we've got the solutions, the devices. 
you know, the equipment to be able to monitor, for example. Uh, and then obviously we've got our connected IoT platform where you want to maybe smart building management, asset tracking, you know, where you start want to just put in, you know, the IoT solutions themselves without actually going um, heavily on the industrial side. We actually have, have that equipment right. and solution offering to be able to assist you. So I think from a BCX perspective, we're definitely um, available um, and ready to actually support our customers around our IoT um, strategy and journey. Roberto, my final question is, um, you know, regarding AI, I mean, AI has become, you know, really sexy with chat GPT, although yeah. AI has been around for a long time. And all of the stuff that we've been talking about at the core of it is, you know, managing it with artificial intelligence, getting the data that you need and making sure that the algorithms are right and, you know, crunching those numbers and really making sense of it to add value and unlock value in your organization. Yeah. When you look at AI in South Africa, what, what industry value do you think that AI has played in the South African industry and obviously will continue to play going forward into the future? Yeah. So I think for me, um, the industry is, is across um, the industries themselves. Um, I think if you look at the maturity of, of you know, in terms of uh, some of the, the healthcare, especially the, the startups um, coming up with AI driven uh, solutions for healthcare, I think for me, that's one. Um, FinTech, I think uh, if you look at where the, the, the maturity of AI is, if you look at the FinTech as well, um, if you look at the retail as well, um, retail, when you start looking at the marketing analytics and intelligence, how do you start bringing AI to basically start understanding the customer? in terms of where the customer is thinking, how do you then collate uh, you know, uh, data from desperate um, sources to start bringing that intelligence? That's another area. So, so I think for me, the, the, the growth uh, within South Africa uh, and talking about uh, you know, chat, uh, GPD, uh, chat G GPT, sorry, um, and, and, and way, <laughs> making waves uh, within South Africa. I mean, we've got access now you know, from Bing, um, you know, um, you know, there's uh, the, the Google um, version of it. I think it's called Bard, Bard, Google Bard, uh, and we've got access to that. So, so I think for me, it's it's how do we then leverage on that? Um, you know, one of the solutions we started uh, modeling uh, in in BCX is for a contact center. How do you then start bringing AI to start then translating your contact center solutions into vernacular? To just give you an example, and that we leverage uh, yes. within the health, within um, you know um, warehouse and distribution, within retail, within fintech, you know insurance. So as long as you've got a contact center, for example, you've got a model that you can build that starts learning how your contact center agents work, how they can improve. You know, you know when you've got aggressive customers, they start giving you an alert around. You know, maybe a supervisor take over this call because basically the customer is aggressive. So I think for me, the use cases in terms of how we can allow AI um, to allow us to grow and improve um, our service offering as, 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 as an industry in South Africa um, is actually, um, I think the value of that for me is, is obviously explosive. I think for me, it's now how do we manage, obviously, um, you know, the, the, you know, the, 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 the regulation of AI, for example, into our processes. I mean, education, I think, you know, uh, chat, chat GPD, uh, GPT, sorry, is, is blowing up the education system around plagiarism, you know? How do we then manage the, the yes. plagiarism issue? 
um, in education. So I think for me, it's, it's, it's pros and cons of allowing the technology to assist you. Uh, but I think for me, it's then how do we then um, bring back the, the ethical side of things as well uh, into um, enabling our solutions uh, with such technologies as AI. Fantastic. Putting it all into perspective um, and unpacking all of these incredible digital technologies. Uh, it seems very daunting, um, you know, going forward, but it's such an exciting ride that we're on at the moment and the value that technology can unlock, uh, provided you do it properly, provided you have the right partner. It's all there, but you just need to uh, be able to unlock that value and do it in a proper way. Yeah. Rebato Madiba, Business Development Digital Platform Solutions at BCX. Thank you so much for your time and unpacking those important issues. Thank you very much.